everyone fuck the normal intro my name is ian and i am sitting in a hotel room right now in iowa with my traveling podcast kit i have no idea what this is going to sound like so my apologies if this is you know someone's first time listening this is not the way the show normally goes obviously as you can probably tell i have no pop filter i have a very subpar mixer i am holding the mic which is not normally something i do either see look i am deadpooling this right now for everyone so you can hear that pull so you can hear the peas when i pop all that shit you know all the insider podcast stuff that people don't talk about anyway i apologize for the quality it's just what we have to do i am here like i said alone there is no jackson hence the opening song and i figured i would just talk to everyone. I know that's a lot different than the normal intro for Ian Hates Music. And by the way, that is the show. This is the traveling Ian Hates Music, I guess. And that is not the reason why Jackson is not on the show this week. I will let you speculate why. Who knows? Maybe he'll show up later on the show. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll be on next week's show. Maybe he won't. We'll see. But you know what? The one thing I know is I can say whatever the fuck I want because Jackson doesn't listen to the show. So he'll never know. I wish I could take calls right now. (laughs) We could just call it bad things about Jackson. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But yeah, I have been out working in Iowa at my regular job. And you know what? I get it. You know, I'm driving around in a big rental truck. That bright sun is in the sky. No eclipse anymore. Passing all these fast food restaurants. And, you know, I get it. I think I could be a small town boy, you know? You know, just say, fuck the city. Fuck Boston. Just get completely out of there and just start a brand new life as, like, a rodeo cowboy. Here's something to shock you. I went to Chick-fil-A for the first time. That's right. I did it. And before I hear everyone bitching at me, come on. They already really backtracked on the whole gay rights thing. They said, no, we're not supporting that place anymore. You know, they've got... 15-year-old kids working for them, but after having their food, I really do love Jesus now. That's for sure. And maybe Jackson is kicking himself now that he's not on the show because I'm sure he would love to hear that. Of course, I'm joking. I worship Satan. (coughs) But yes, I have been filling my time by working out here and then on the trip home, on the trip to work and the trip home, I get to pleasure my eardrums with the regular radio rock of Iowa. And holy shit, it is so fucking hilarious. They have a bit that the one station plays, like Rock 108 or something. Every morning at the same time, they have this huge process bit, and it's called like Daily Dumbass. And you know, they can't say like Daily Dipshit or anything like that. It's like Daily Dumbass. And the on-air jock talks about, you know, some stupid idiot and whatever they did, but can't really describe in full what they did because it's regular radio. So you can't really go into details about stuff. So he's trying to lead you on, but he doesn't really have the skills to do it. It's just really, really funny. I don't know. I'm a connoisseur of that really bad radio. And you can tell why radio itself is dying. You can tell why people would rather listen to podcasts than actually listen to regular radio. It's fucking nuts when you hear that they're doing the same drops that they used to do fucking 15 years ago. Nothing has changed in the industry whatsoever. You can hear all the songs you want on any, any media you want. So why would you ever turn on the radio? I've got to be the only one that listens. And that's only when I come out here on trips. So where are they getting their listeners? I don't get it. I don't know. I feel kind of weird here. It's a weird feeling to be just holding a mic and doing this in a hotel room. 
But you know what? I'm going to try to weather on, and obviously, this is going to be a brief episode. I am not going to go through the entire thing like it's Jackson and I doing the show. It's just insane. I'm definitely not doing that. And if you want the show to actually get out on time, I can't do that either. So look, this wasn't my choice. I wanted to do a full regular show. Unfortunately, it was out of my hands. And maybe I'll be able to tell you about that at some other time. But for now, let's get to news. It is scene news time, and there are a few that I'm going to save because I think it's better talking about them, you know, with two people. But I did want to mention something that, you know, Jackson's probably never heard of. MTV Unplugged is coming back. I'm sure a lot of you remember, you know, the great one that Nirvana did. You know, they had Pearl Jam. They had a bunch of people do MTV Unplugged as the years went on. But I guess the next person who's going to be on it is Sean Mendez. And the episode's going to air on September 8th. Now, I know I've heard that name, but I don't know who that is. So I'll have to look that up. I don't know. Maybe you guys can tell me. I'm assuming it's rock pop or just straight up pop or something like that. But obviously, they don't have anyone from the scene actually doing it. But maybe at some point they will. And look, I've always liked those unplugged shows because it really shows what artists have talent. And I know I'm not saying anything new. I'm sure most people already knew that. But it can take a band to the next level if people just think they're a regular act. It kind of puts them that one step above to show, hey, they can really twist the songs to be different, to showcase maybe their vocals, whatever it happens to be. It can be kind of cool. So I'm completely fine with them bringing this back. Same with, you know, we talked about TRL a week or two ago, sometime like that. You never know if that's going to work now. But it's worth a shot. It's their fucking network. So why not just bring it back? Look, I could do Jackson's part right now. What's unplugged? No, what's it's a little higher. What's unplugged? Does that work? <laughs> now a tour announcement. Friend of the show, Fit for a King, is headlining a new North American tour with In Hearts Wake, Like Moss to Flames, and Phineas. So if you get a chance, check out the tour schedule. See if they're coming around to you. That sounds like a great fucking tour. I'm going to see if I can make it too. I'm pretty sure they're in Worcester which is still kind of a fucking pain in the ass, but I will see if I can make it for sure. In other friend of the show news, Whitney Payton has signed with Tragic Hero Records. This is pretty cool because she's kind of been very underground for a long time. No signing to labels, just kind of do it yourself, and she's done a great job. Whether or not you like her style or not, you know, it's the rap rock kind of thing, but she's very unique. And look, she does most of her albums with Matt Good. So if Matt Good thinks something is good, it's kind of hard to disagree with him. I know it's possible. I like what she does. I think she really deserves this. Like I said, friend of the show. Wouldn't have had her on the show if I didn't respect what she does. And I like a lot of her tracks. And actually, we have a brand new one in new songs. So stay tuned for that. All right. So I'm sitting in this hotel room. I'm having myself a nice Shiner Bach while I'm out here in Iowa. I know that's a Texas beer. But Shinerbach is a little bit tougher to get in Boston. So it's nice to just kind of, you know, kind of relax, shoot the shit on the podcast. Now, here's another big story. Being as an ocean has finally broken their silence. They have let everyone know that they have bought out their contract with Equal Vision Records, and they are now a completely independent band. For anyone that doesn't know, they were waiting to release their brand new album, Waiting for Morning to Come. And it's been almost, I think, a year of promotion. It was supposed to come out like last month or something and never did. And then Equal Vision wasn't talking about it, being as an ocean barely even mentioned it. Obviously, now we can tell it was most likely, you know, a lawsuit type thing where, you know, maybe legally they couldn't go into it. But now being as an ocean has said that Thorns are coming out Friday and Black and Blue is coming out a week after Now, I don't know what that means. I'm assuming those are two brand new tracks from the album. So maybe they want to promote for a little bit longer before getting this album out so that everyone knows they're independent. Maybe they'll get more people to buy the album, possibly. I'm just surprised that they just haven't released it yet. It seems like that's something they would want to do. But maybe things still need some tweaking. Not exactly sure. But it looks like we're getting two new tracks, Thorns on Friday 
black and blue the week after. Obviously, we'll be continuing to talk about this on the show, probably on new songs as well. Now, here's a discussion topic that I'm going to bring up with Jackson, and I would like to hear all of your opinions on this as well, if you have one. So at a recent Architect show, Sam Carter, the lead vocalist, stopped the show after a track and did a speech about how he saw a guy grope a female crowd surfer. Now, keep in mind, he didn't stop during the song. He waited until after to call the person out, but he also didn't call out the specific guy. He just basically said, hey, there's no room for that. That's not your body. If that's the kind of way you operate, get the fuck out. And basically gave everyone a warning that at his shows, this kind of thing isn't going to happen. Now, I completely understand that. I personally would have liked it better if he had pointed the person out or if he had somehow even just stopped during the song to point the person out. If it was that important, I think it should have been done then. But maybe he was trying to process the best way to handle the situation, which I give respect for as well. Unfortunately, that stuff does happen at shows. Now, it seems kind of strange to me that he would be able to see like a lusting of this guy. I mean, maybe he reached his hand up and you could definitely tell he was cupping. You know, it seems like that's kind of weird, especially in a packed arena where you've got a whole mosh pit area where there are just hands going everywhere that he would be able to specifically see that this guy did this on purpose. Now, I'm not saying he didn't. Obviously, there are pieces of shit everywhere. And unfortunately, being at so many shows as I am, and I'm sure as Jackson has been, you do see that. And you try to say something, or you try and like push a guy away, or whatever it happens to be. And I don't even want to say butt after it, because it sounds like I'm justifying it. It's not that. I had this, it wasn't really a discussion, but I saw someone on Twitter... And I have no idea how old she is or if she even knows what she's talking about. But there was someone on Twitter who said, hey, why do people complain about crowd surfers? Just get out of the way and let them have fun. And I responded, because of course, why would I not? I said, hey, look, I'm not saying ban crowd surfing. But if you're actually asking why do people have problem with crowd surfers, it's because crowd surfing is very selfish it's actually even more selfish than being in a mosh pit. Because in a mosh pit, you don't really need anyone around you whatsoever. You know, you can swing your arms, you can do your stupid kicks, whatever. You know, Jackson and I have talked about this plenty of times. And in most cases, you can avoid a mosh pit. Guess what? If there is any standing room whatsoever, you can avoid crowd surfing. And crowd surfers need you. You are the wave to their surf. Get it? Crowd surfing? Get it? There would be no crowd surfing if there wasn't a crowd. And also, I don't know any single person that goes to a show and says, hey, I love being kicked in the head or having someone's full body weight on me to the point where I can't watch the band that I went to see. Maybe if you're an avid crowd surfer, you're completely fine with holding people up and not being able to see the band as they're playing. But a normal person going to the show, I don't think you actually enjoy crowd surfers. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you do. Maybe you like someone's full body weight being thrown on you and then having to carry them. You see, you're doing all the work. All they're doing is letting you move them. That's why it's the most fucking selfish thing. So I'm not saying ban crowd surfing. I'm just saying I don't like crowd surfers. And by the way, that girl actually did respond. She said something like, well, if you don't like it, get out of the way. And my response was, well, if everyone got out of the way who didn't like being kicked in the head and wanted to watch the show, there would be no crowd, hence no surfing. But we can't all be intelligent people. I'm guessing she's talking about going to an I Prevail show. But hey, maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, I would definitely like to talk to people about that. I think crowd surfing is extremely dumb. I've never wanted to do it. I've never wanted to inconvenience people. And that's exactly what crowd surfers do. They bring no positive to the venue itself, except for maybe the artists to show that, hey, people are getting into the music. But even then, I would say everything else would show that people are getting into the music. You don't need someone crowd surfing to do that. So let me also state, that does not give people the right to grope anyone as they're crowd surfing. There is a difference between holding someone up and pushing them down towards the stage 
and actually trying to grab something. And if you don't know the difference, then you're a menace. And someone's probably got to teach you a lesson at some point. That's kind of why I wish Sam had pointed out who it was. But I understand he probably didn't want to start like a riot or something. So, you know, that makes sense. All right. I think that is good for news for right now. So we have some great tracks coming up in new songs. So let's get to it. All right, everyone. It is new song time and we have a ton of great new music, so let's get right to it. We're going to start off with Anti-Flag with American Attraction. Their new album, American Fall, comes out November 3rd on Spine Farm Records. Let's take a listen. So good I can't resist the satisfaction When it's all over you'll be crying, I'll be laughing Yeah, I got that Tick, 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 and down to a disaster. Next up, we have The Movie Life with Ghosts in the Photographs. The new album, Cities in Search of a Heart, comes out September 23rd on Rise Records. Here it is. Next up, we've got 36 Crazy Fists, Better to Burn. The album Lanterns comes out September 29th on Spine Farm Records. Let's take a listen. So next up, we have The Relentless with Let It Burn. This is from the movie American Satan. And in the video, it's Andy Black and Ben Bruce. And they're playing in this band. They're doing the song. Now, I'm not sure if this is actually a real band. I don't know if this is a band that I just don't know about. But it really didn't sound like Andy's voice to me. So I'm not exactly sure. But take a listen. Let's see what you think. Surrounding stones to find you Upon the fire It's burning higher All the ashes can speak 
Next, we have Great American Ghost with No Savior. The new album, Hatred Stems from the Seed, comes out September 29th on Good Fight Music. Let's take a listen. So this next track had me laughing literally out loud, which is something I don't often do. But Jared Dines has written one of the best diss tracks I have ever heard, and he put his sights square on Jared Alonji. This is in retort to a music video that Jared Alonji put out for Awkward and Depressed. I'm sure when Jackson is back on the show, we'll talk about this a little bit more, but both these guys are extremely talented. This is just an awesome track. I thought you should hear it so you can check it out for yourself. Here's the Jared Alonji diss track, Care Of, Jared Dines. Next, we have Scarlett O'Hara with another single called Lock From Within. Still not sure when either an EP or an album is going to come out, but I can tell you from these two singles, I am really looking forward to it. The new track is called Lock From Within. Let's take a listen. Next, we have My Ticket Home with Thrush. The new album, Unreal, comes out October 6th on Spine Farm Records. Let's take a listen. Yeah. 
Now we've got Straight from the Path, All Day and a Night, featuring Brian Gares of Knock Loose. Man, he is in so many guest vocal spots now, and it's really great. Here's another one. The new album, Only Death is Real, comes out September 8th on Sumerian Records. Let's check this out. Next up, we've got Counterparts with Thieves. The new album, You Are Not You Anymore, comes out September 22nd on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen. Now I get to do something very cool. I'm going to close out new songs with a bunch of new tracks from friends of the show. Every one of these artists, you can go back to ianhates.com, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you're looking for, and find my conversation with each and every one of these bands. All these tracks are awesome. So make sure you check out not only the conversations, but also these new tracks. Make sure to support these artists. Let's start off with two-time friend of the show, Johnny Frank and his band Bill Murray. He just put out a brand new track called Wave. There's no release date for a new album, but he puts out a new album pretty much every three to four months. So it's got to be coming out soon. But for right now, let's take a listen to Wave. Next up, we have another two-time friend of the show, Alteris, with her brand new track, Best Mistake. Let's take a listen. Next, we have very early friend of the show, A War Within, 
with where the lines are drawn. If you watch the music video, you can see Spencer take front and center stage, which is really cool. So here it is, where the lines are drawn. Enjoy. Coming up next, we have a very unique track by friend of the show, Desires. It's called Bruises, featuring Boys of Fall. Let's take a listen. Anything I've heard, the end splits when the words stop making sense. So we tread past and step back to see what we've made And I know that things can't be the same But I would throw myself to the sea Just to crash like the waves Now, we've got newest tragic hero recruit, Whitney Payton, with the track, Whoop-dee-woo-woo. I think I did that right. Whoop-dee-woo-woo. There you go. See, I'm good at this. I don't need Jackson. The Pyro edition of Firecracker comes out October 6th on Tragic Hero Records. Let's take a listen. Women looking at me like they want to cut my throat. Because I'm different. I don't own slutty clothes. So I pay them no mind like I'm fucking broke. I want to know. How is everyone an expert? I'm not in school, but I'm always getting lectured or pestered. Gibberish until my head hurts. Makes me want to break stuff. Kind of like Donald Trump too. Sounds like whoop-dee-woo-woo. Tell me why are we tuning into doo-doo? And last up, we have Capsize with the brand new track, Cold Shoulder. You're really going to like this. Let's get to it. Cold Shoulder Man, 
I really liked all those new tracks this week. And it's so great to hear friends of the show continuing to make such awesome music. Really, I had all these tracks on repeat the entire week, pretty much. As soon as these new tracks came out, I was all over it. And I really wanted to share these with everyone. So I hope everyone enjoyed them. Make sure to check all those bands out. Jackson, what do you think? That's exactly what I thought. All right, it is time to move on. Let's get to review. All right. So normally this is my favorite part of the show, but it's going to be a little weird not bouncing this off of someone. So I have a feeling this is going to be a lot shorter than normal. So bear with me. But I did want to talk about these albums because they deserve to be talked about. Maybe we'll get Jackson's opinion some other time, but at least for right now, Let's go through these. First up, we've got Thy Art is Murder with Dear Desolation on Nuclear Blast Records. So obviously, this is a metal slash deathcore band. I know they don't like the term deathcore as much anymore, but you can still hear it. I mean, sure, a lot of metal on this, but you can still hear the deathcore. I was banging my head the whole time, of course. This is light years better than the last Suicide Silence (laughs) That probably goes without saying. If you had a choice between the two, Thy Art is Murder should be your choice, obviously. Really great drumming. Just really great all around. And sure, you know, you can say a lot of the tracks were kind of similar. I mean, it is a deathcore metal band. You know, it's all unclean vocals. But I think everything's done very well. So why don't we take a listen to Man is the Enemy. So once again, that's Thy Art is Murder, Dear Desolation on Nuclear Blast Records. Next up, we've got Neck Deep, The Peace and the Panic on Hopeless Records. This is pop punk, easy core, pop rock from the UK. I believe this is Neck Deep's third album, and this is definitely the best pop punk album of the year so far. I'm going to say so far because there's still plenty of time left, but definitely the best one so far. They have a great track called Don't Wait. It features Sam Carter of Architects, who we actually talked about in news. And they do the acoustic thing as well. I like that they curse from time to time, not afraid to say anything that they want. It's a very upbeat, depressing album. And I know it deals with what they've been going through as a band and in their personal lives for the last few years. And it's really telling if you listen to the lyrics. But that's kind of the way pop punk has been lately, right? Not that upbeat on the lyrics, but it can certainly be upbeat with everything else. But I would say, you know, I say best pop punk album, but really they've changed a lot in what they do. So it's not a 100% pop punk album. Like I said, there's some elements of easycore, pop rock. It's a little different here. So let's take a listen to the acoustic song, Wish You Were Here. Can't help but think that it should have been me. Song from three songs. 
So once again, that's Neck Deep, The Peace and the Panic on Hopeless Records. Next up, we've got Stargazer with Tui La, I think is what you say. It's T-U-I-L-A. I think it's Tui La, but I could be absolutely fucking that up. But the album is on Famine Records. This is a prog metal band. This is not the Australian Stargazer. For anyone that might be confused, I thought this was a very good melodic mix of unclean and clean vocals. I think the clean vocals were really great on this album. You can tell, obviously, they are definitely a prog band. Weird time signatures, abrupt tempo changes, etc., etc. But I think they added a nice mix of other genres to kind of make a niche for themselves. The only real thing I have to say bad about this, though, is it's nine tracks and one is filler. So I really wanted more by the end because I think this should really be an EP and not a full album. But it did its job by making me want more. So that's definitely a good thing. Let's take a listen to Temple of Solace. So once again, that Stargazer with Tui La, if I have that right, T-U-I-L-A on Famined Records. Moving right along to Envisions, Never Nothing, and this is an independent release. This is a UK metalcore slash electronicore band. This is their debut album. It reminds me a lot of Asking Alexandria, but with more production. I thought the dual vocals were very good. You know, they're not breaking any new ground here, but it's a fun album. It really is. The worry I have for them is that they may not do enough to distinguish themselves from all the other metalcore bands. It's not bad. I'm just not sure if you heard this band, you would be able to pick them out of a lineup. I think if they do some tweaks and they follow the direction they want to, maybe on the next album, they'll really make a name for themselves. Like I said... Not a bad album. I very much enjoyed going through this. I love Asking Alexandria. So this was very cool to listen to. I mean, even some of the lyrical stuff is very reminiscent of old Asking Alexandria. But give it a listen for yourself. See if it's right up your alley. See if you agree with me. I know I'm going to be looking forward to new music at least. So let's take a listen to Purge off Never Nothing. So once again, that's Envisions, Never Nothing, and that's an independent release. And closing it out for tonight, we have Cold Black with Circles on Artery Recordings. This is a metal slash rock pop slash metalcore slash post-hardcore slash electronicore band from Denmark. And I've actually been listening to this album for a while now. They sent it over to me, and I've enjoyed it for a long time as well. You can definitely hear the Bring Me the Horizon influence in this. But once again, that's not a bad thing. I found myself really enjoying going through this album multiple times. It's a lot of fun. It's engaging. Mostly clean vocals with a few touches of unclean vocals. But you can definitely hear that Bring Me the Horizon sound with the electronic core influence. It's absolutely there. And once again, not a bad thing. It just might make them 
difficult to pick out of a lineup again. I know I used that analogy before, but I think it's prevalent here as well. But I think everyone should give it a listen. Once again, really the only bad thing I can say is that it's eight tracks long, and I wish there was more there. But I will obviously be listening for more music when it becomes available, and I think you should too. So let's take a listen to Dead End Eyes. When dead, the sunshine leave your pretty mind. And when people that in your eyes make you blind, do you believe every lie that you ever told? Do you even miss the soul that you sold? So once again, that's Cold Black with Circles on Artery Recordings. Ooh, man. That is the end of album reviews. I think that might be one of the first times ever that I've done that by myself. I hope people found that informative. But hey, we didn't have to listen to Jackson during the Thy Art is Murder review go, I don't like hardcore bands. I don't like deathcore. So I mean, hey, there's something a little different there, right? <laughs> I miss taking shots at Jackson when he can say, stop. Because we should do a top, well, I was going to say top 10 list, but we should probably do a top 5 list of the most <laughs> used catchphrases by Jackson. Oh, I hope he actually listens to the show. Upcoming albums for August 25th, we've got Lang Che, hopefully I'm saying that right, Pivris, and then also Brand New's brand new album, Science Fiction actually came out already, so we will definitely be talking about that. I would also like to say I am extremely fucking pissed that when they announced that tour, I was ready for the pre-sale because I had my pre-sale code, and I was ready for general public when the pre-sale didn't happen correctly. Each time, I was there at the very first second, and they had sold out of every seat, which I think is fucking ridiculous, and I think it's impossible. So that has really pissed me off. I'll talk about that, I'm sure, much later on the show as well. But you can listen to the album right now. That's already out. Then we've got Turnover, Abel Baker Fox, A Pate, Eskimo Callboy, For the Win, and Forever Starts Today. And once again, that card is subject to change because I'm not sure if we're going to review every single one of those albums or not. We'll probably listen to all of them. But I'm not sure we're going to talk about all of them. So hey, that is the end of album reviews for today. Let's go on to Jackson's favorite part of the show. If you think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take your self-righteous pose and wannabe writer candy ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! This is normally the part of the episode where Jackson humiliates himself and says a breakdown from the past that we have already done on the show. And because I can't let tradition fail, I have a surprise guest. Oh, everyone, look, it's Jackson. Stop. Wow, that hurts my voice. It must suck being Jackson. <laughs> All right, I'm not even going to do the bit. The bit was basically going to be that Jackson was going to choose the exact same band that I chose last week, further showing that he is terrible at breakdown from the past. But you know what? That kind of hurt my voice a little bit. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that anymore. And because I was told so late that the show wasn't going to be happening... I did not get a chance to go through and pull old Jackson audio. So I could have made a soundboard that I could have actually done the show properly 
So my apologies there, even though I shouldn't be the one apologizing, but you get what I mean. So skipping that Jackson would have gotten it wrong, my breakdown from the past this week is a band called I Hate Myself. And no, you didn't just hear my inner thoughts. It's actually a band called I Hate Myself. They're an emo, screamo, post-hardcore band that started very, very early on, around 1996, and then they were off and on until around like 2005. They're a pretty strange band. It's a three-piece. They had one full-length album called 10 Songs, and then they had a bunch of EPs as well as split records and unreleased stuff. But I want to play Polar Bear Summer for you. Obviously, I picked a very weird one this time, but I think they're really unique. I think they're worth giving a listen. Once again, the band is I Hate Myself. All right, that is the end of Breakdown from the Past. You know, this is a much quicker show when I'm in a hotel room holding a mic using a really small old mixer. But you know what? I really do enjoy just sitting down. I wish I had my whole setup because all this... Sounds weird in my head. It's just not the way I have everything at the studio. But you make do. But I was racking my brain on anything else I could talk about. But there's really not that much going on right now. You know, no major controversies, controversies, nothing really to go over. And when you talk about debates or, you know, anything like that, it's always better to have someone else there to bounce ideas off of or to argue with or even to hear a different opinion than yourself. So that's why even though I could go ahead and I could turn the mic on at any time and I could talk about anything, it's really not the same as having someone else there because I want differing opinions. I want to be able to make fun of Jackson or whoever else is on the show. That's why I love doing Ian Hayes conversations is that I'm learning about a new band or even someone else. Who knows? Maybe Ian Hates Conversations will expand to even more than just music. But anyways, I guess I'm kind of trailing, kind of going off on a tangent, which normally happens on the shows anyways. But because I have to edit this, because I have to get on a flight again, I think it's time to end the show. Normally, I would say, okay, Jackson, do that thing you do, and then he'd go off and say a bunch of random stupid shit, you know, and I wouldn't really listen. 
until he did that one time, that weird, creepy preacher voice. That was so fucking weird. And I would try and, you know, pretend to do it right now, but going that high in my voice really does hurt. So I'm not going to. So I'm sure he'd say, I love everybody, or whatever his dumb sign-off is. For me, though, I did want to mention that there was a brand new Ian Hayes Conversations music edition that came out earlier this week with JJ and Jeff of the band Wither Away. I really enjoyed talking to those guys. Wither Away is a fairly new band, but I really enjoyed their debut EP that came out pretty recently. It's called The Words We Live By, The Actions We Don't Take. Make sure you listen to that EP and listen to the conversation. It was a lot of fun. And I think you'll enjoy it as well. I also have a brand new Ian Hates Conversations coming out very soon. And this time, it's a first. I'm actually not talking to a band. So I'm going to leave it like that. A little tease for next week. But yes, I think you're really, really going to enjoy that episode. Other than that, my apologies to everyone. This is not the way I like doing the show. But hey, sometimes you have to try new things. I do have to travel now from work from time to time, so if this sounds okay, this is something that I can try and do in the future as well, but hopefully I'll have more topics to talk about. So until then, make sure to follow me, Ian Hates, on Twitter and Instagram under Ian Hates Podcast, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. All the episodes can be found on ianhates.com, plus episodes on Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever they want to call it, and SoundCloud. Just search Ian Hates. So I think that does it for me. So I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to So I'll ride for you.